everyone and welcome to That's a Dumb Roll Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about a group of forward pass oddities. Weird rules that surround how to pass the ball in football. We love these kind of nitpicky rules, but today we're talking about the weird ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm being told that you have a collection of, of a I couple, do. right? Yes. Well, where do you want to start? Well, in the rule book, Rule 8, Section 1, Article 2 talks about what is legal for a forward pass today. Okay. Um, but it didn't always be that way. There was actually, <laughs> when the forward pass was introduced in football back in 1906, it was very different than on what was legally a pass. So let me just kind of hit some of the, the highlights of what the original rules were. And honestly, the forward pass really didn't take off. I mean, it was, it was kind of... Um, really wasn't teams didn't have a lot of incentive to use it um, because it was so restrictive back then it was really about running the ball more of a rugby type game in a way but but i'll just kind of run through these so number one the player throwing the ball usually the quarterback (laughs) had to throw within five yards of the line of scrimmage on either side of the line so so they could actually for example take off running and as long as they were five yards from the line of scrimmage they could throw it so in comparison to today, it's only if you throw from behind the line right. of scrimmage. And you can throw from anywhere behind the line of scrimmage. Right. But in this case, there's this sweet spot where you have to throw within 10 yards of where the ball was hiked. Exactly, yes. Oh, that's so weird to it's, think about. Isn't it weird? Yeah, it's just crazy. Oh. Yeah. I, I immediately think of Archie Manning. Like, can you imagine Archie Manning scrambling, and then he's got to right. get back to this one little zone, and right. then he lollipops a pass over exactly. the top? Exactly, oh. yep. So here's another good one. Um, a limit of 20 yards was placed on how far a pass could be thrown. You could only throw it 20 yards. Are you trying to make me mad? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. I think a big reason for that is back then. This, and I'm, when I mean back then, I mean like in the early 1900s. The football was more of a round ball. It wasn't the shape oh, like it was today, okay. and it was heavier. So a lot of times these guys, you can't throw it. I mean, they couldn't chuck it 50 yards if they wanted to. So they put a limit on it 20 yards for whatever reason, and that's as far as it was thrown. And if you threw it longer than 20, 20 yards, penalty. So yeah. very weird. This makes me want to do a history of how the football became the football that yes, we know today. Right. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> and this yeah. next one makes me kind of interested too. What yes. do you got next? Next is an incomplete pass was a 15-yard penalty plus a loss of down. I mean, can you imagine How, that today? No wonder, no wonder right. running was the deal. Exactly. Nobody wanted to pass because it's like, <laughs> well, 15-yard penalty. Very weird. Why would they would do that? But, yeah, plus a loss of down. That feels like, not to take a side tangent, but the same like taboo that was around the three-point shot of people just didn't want to take threes because it, you're shooting it from so far away. Right. It's a non-effective shot. You get one extra point. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just take a shot and guarantee two when you're taking a long-distance three for a very limited percentage chance that it right. goes in? And in this case, this is one of the only rules that I've seen that it it actively hurts your own game. Like, right. this is something you can do, but you probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't do it. Wow. And why teams would even attempt that, I, I have no idea. So Wow. I'm going to go, jump down here. Yeah. Uh, here's another good one. It was perfectly legal back then to tackle the receiver as the ball was in the air. <laughs> so think about that. I mean, like today you can't even like come within five yards of the receiver. Oh, yeah. It's you know, pass interference. Pass There's interference. like two rules, isn't there? There's pass yes. interference and then, um, well, holding's the other one that gets right. called a ton. It's just, yeah, you can't even breathe on the guy. It's yeah. crazy. But back then you could actually tackle the receiver while the ball was in the air. Um, 
Very weird, yeah. How terrifying would that rule be if it was still in work today with some of the, the physicality that the game has? Right. Like the size of some of the corners coming oh, out now? I know. Hitting I know. a wide receiver oh. crossing the field while he's jumping in the Brutal. air? Brutal. Yeah, yeah I'd have a it's, hard time watching. It would be tough. It would be tough. Uh, here's another good one. If you threw the ball and a player failed to touch the ball, so let's say you overthrow the receiver, for example, the other team gets the ball. It's a turnover. So the other team would, the receiver would have to at least touch the ball. Now, if he didn't catch it, again, it's a 15-yard penalty. But if he didn't even touch the ball, it's a turnover. So very, yeah, very restrictive rule. So here. you couldn't throw it away. You couldn't throw it away. Couldn't throw it away. No. And no, then no, no. if you just had a quarterback that just skied it, right? That's a turnover. Yep. Exactly. Whoa. Um, and then here's the best one, I think: limit yep. of one pass per scrimmage down forward or backwards so again now you would only i've really only ever see one pass per down but sometimes you see a play where a player might throw it backwards to somebody else on the other side of the field and then he throws the ball or whatever yeah but like you can only throw play. once yeah trick play but right back then and kind of the same today limit one pass per down now, I feel like this is the most upsetting list you've ever put together. <laughs> it kind of is. I'm just like, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, very uh, weird rules. But anyway, let me just get into some of the history of this. Because, yeah. again, with the forward pass, obviously, huge part of today's game. Definitely. Um, but back then, again, it wasn't really used much. But the first legal forward pass was in 1906. Now, again, this is before the NFL. So this was a college game. And Bradbury Robinson threw football's first legal forward pass. The toss hit the ground untouched, resulting in a turnover, because that was the rule back then. Uh, but Robinson later connected on a 20-yard touchdown pass. And again, 20 yards was the maximum you could throw. So he wow. right to that max. That's a highlight. A highlight, big time, yeah. <laughs> a couple years later, actually in 1913, so what, seven years later, Notre Dame earned a victory over Army. And that they kind of consider that game sort of the start of really teams using the forward pass and okay. the way it is today. Fast forward a couple couple decades to 1933. The NFL decided they needed more scoring. They needed more offense. They wanted to make some changes. So one of the big rules that they, or a big rule change that they made in 1933 was that you could do a forward pass from anywhere behind the line of scrimmage, not mm. just that five-yard buffer, right? So that really helped out because now a quarterback could scramble. They could drop back 10 yards, whatever yeah. they need to do. So that really kind of opened up their options for when a quarterback could throw the ball, where they could throw it from, all that kind of stuff. That also sounds like something because one of the things, 1933, mm -hmm. about 10 years after that, we get a rush in Hall of Fame linemen, too. Yes. Which I think is kind of a nice coincidence that now the linemen game really takes off in a way, and it's far more important because they're not just holding this line, but they're also using strategy to create a pocket, allow the guy to drop. That's a huge rule in yes. terms of like football history to come that late. Mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about rules in 1906. Right. I'm amazed they have the guy that threw the first forward pass. Like I know. that's That's recorded? Yeah. That's amazing. And yep. now in 1933, you just gave, you know, six to seven guys a legitimate job right. all year round. That's it's one very rule true. did that. Yep. One rule really did that. That really opened up the passing or game. Figuratively, I'm yeah. saying. I'm not going to point just to this one. But in my mind, this <laughs> right. is this is where I think offensive line becomes a different game entirely. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you have 
now you have what they call pass blocking, right? Yeah. I mean, back then it was, again, all about running the ball and pushing the line forward. But now it's like you're dropping back and yeah. the offensive linemen drop back to protect the quarterback. So yeah. big change. Um, <laughs> another thing I wanted to note, too, here, when I mentioned 1933. Well, well, the NFL started in 1920. And when they started the NFL, they pretty much adopted the college football rule book. And it wasn't until 1933, so 13 years later, the NFL finally decided we need our own rules. So this was one of the changes that the NFL put in place where you could drop back anywhere behind the line. But college still had the five-yard buffer. So, you know, that's one of those things where the NFL decided for whatever reason that we need our own rules. We want to change the game maybe to our liking a little bit more than college or whatever. So Yeah, you um, have to be a different product in you some do. regard. And people were really attached to college ball. Oh, back yeah. Then. And mean, still are, obviously. Are, but yeah. the nice thing is that college and the NFL still kind of feel like their own product in a way, mm-hmm. where college just carries a little bit of a different weight compared to the NFL, and it yes. starts with these rules. It, it starts with the rules. And even today, like you said, if you watch a college game and then a pro game side-by-side, side, very different games. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of differences you're going to see just in today's game, too. Yeah, so. and the, just the timing of the games, too. The, the reason, How they play, I should say, mm-hmm. really comes down to the pressure of you only have 17 games to make the playoffs. Right. Versus some of these college teams, yeah, they don't play as many games, Right. But they also have a very small percentage that they're going to make the college playoffs. So they're yes. really playing for multiple different reasons. And oh, certain yeah. games weigh more on their mind than others. Whereas the NFL, it's kind of a flat line through the entire mm-hmm. entire season, yep. generally speaking, of yep. course. Yep, absolutely. Totally agree. Wow. So anyway, that's just some uh, some funny, <laughs> fun and funny facts about the well, forward I was, pass. I was angry at first. Now I'm, now I'm feeling a little <laughs> no, better. better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, a little... <laughs> A little calmer now. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for putting this list together. Got any yeah. parting thoughts before we head out? No, I think that's it. Awesome. Well, you got to hear me go through all of the emotions today on a podcast, so congratulations, <laughs> Greg. And thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts, visit our website at thatsadumrule.com. Otherwise, tune in next time for another Dumb Rule.